Let's actually get started with a bit of music, and then we'll get on to the news and happenings. You're listening to your community spirit. WDBX 91.1 FM here in Carbondale. Got some exciting stuff coming up today. Uh, and I actually have a little bit less happenings than usual, but I'm guessing that's because, uh, like me, other people have been out uh, on New Year's Eve having many, many exciting adventures. And therefore, they did not, uh, either did not send in their happenings or did not plan events for uh, the next few days. But we do have a few for you coming up. Uh, first, let's get to some of the holidays. Uh, well, one, one of the obvious holidays is that it is uh, New Year's Day. We just had the uh, New Year's Eve celebrations last night. Today is New Year's Day, which means that today is the first day of the year, and there are 364 days left in the year. That's pretty exciting. We're in the start of a, a new, new year. It's 2010. We're living in the future. We're not in the aughts anymore. Aught seven, aught eight, aught nine. We are living in 2010. So that's pretty exciting stuff. 
So also got some happenings. But first a little bit more of the holidays. Yes, uh, in addition to the standard New Year's Day holiday that people are familiar with, I actually learned this year about a holiday, a holiday called the New Year's Dishonor List. Uh, <laughs> the New Year's Dishonor List is a list of, uh, it's a tradition that's been going on for a while now. It's a list of words that they come up with. Uh, certain linguists think should be uh, banned from the English language for being overused, misused, misrepresented. So, a couple examples from that is, uh, let's see, shovel ready. I actually haven't heard that one being thrown around, but I guess it has been in the media. Transparent and transparency. Uh, czar, like uh, creating a czar, creating a position. Uh, <laughs> been creating czars for everything these days. Uh, tweet, as in Twitter. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's another one. Sexting, like Texting, sending uh, explicit pictures and text messages. <laughs> oh, and here's one I'm guilty of. Friend as a verb. Like, I'm going to friend you on Facebook in MySpace. So it's, it's the, new, in honor of the start of the new year, they want to try the English language by, uh, by banning some of these words. I don't know quite how much luck they'll have with that, but uh, it's an interesting site. If you go to lssu.edu slash banished, you can find out more of what they feel has been overused, misused, uh, good stuff. We also have uh, another holiday today is Z-Day. Uh, now, at first I thought Z-Day was for Zombie Day, which is another uh, another event that hopefully won't happen anytime soon, the zombie apocalypse. But no, the, the Z-Day that's celebrated on January 1st is uh, the day when you let people whose name starts with Z go first in line. Because, you know, a lot of times they say, all right, line up, you know, alphabetically, we'll take A first. And if your last name starts with Z... You end up at the back of the line a lot, but no, today you get to go first. 
So today is also the anniversary of the birth of the first baby boomer. Coming up on Saturday, the Earth is at its perihelion. The Yes, the Earth is at its perihelion. If you're not aware, the Earth is orbiting the Sun in a approximately elliptical orbit. So there's a certain part where it's closer to the Sun and a certain part where it's further. Now we're actually pretty close. I know if you're uh, chilly out there, it might not seem like that, but that's how it's going. Some other holidays coming up. Uh, coming up on Sunday, it's Drinking Straw Day. It's celebrate all the drinking straws. I like the bendy straws, personally. And one of the cheeriest holidays we've come across in our search for holidays is Memento Mori Day. Um, it's a Latin phrase that means remember your mortality. In other words, remember that one day you will die. This tradition started in ancient Rome when a servant reminded his general that even though he was successful that day, he could very well die the next day and lose everything he had on earth. So coming up on Sunday, that's your cheery thought for starting out the new year. that's our list of holidays for today. If you'd like to let us know about any holidays that you celebrate that are coming up, you can email those to me at treesong at treesong.org. We can add something about it to our list of holidays. All right, now let's get to some happenings. Uh, one happening today is one that is uh, but they're already starting preparing for it, but it's about to get started officially any minute now. It's the Sierra Club New Year's Day Stone Soup Picnic. Now, if you're not familiar, this has been an annual tradition for uh, quite a while for them. Uh, it's coming up uh, today from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Giant City State Park. Uh, the Stone Soup Picnic will meet at Shelter 2 at Giant City State Park. Uh, they will have two fireplaces for warming up. It is a little chilly out there, but it's bright and sunny and clear, so it should be a good day to be outside. They will also be taking short hikes in the park. You can come at 11 a.m. to contribute ingredients. Excuse me, to contribute ingredients to their vegetarian or their omniv omnivorous soup. You can also bring a dish to pass. There will be a potluck lunch around noon. Cheer children with parents are welcome. For more information, you can call Barb at 618-529-4824. Right, and uh, I actually wanted to be occurring right now because they are things that we regularly mention, so 
wanted to give the heads up about that. One is the uh, Film Friday. Uh, the, the Big Muddy IMC has a film series uh, almost every Friday of the year, but since this one fell on New Year's Day, uh, they, they opted not to, to challenge the holiday and, and have a film. So there will be no film this week for the Big Muddy IMC. They will, however, be resuming their schedule next week. Uh, the same also holds true for the Rice and Spice International Slow Foods Dinner. They've got a nice series going on there at the Guy House Interfaith Center, uh, International Slow Foods Dinners. And they will be resuming later, but we'll have more news on that as it occurs. those are actually our happenings for this week. Didn't get too many in, as I mentioned. However, if you would like to have your happenings mentioned on the air next week, you can send them my way. My email address is treesong at treesong.org, and my name is Treesong. And if you put radio in the, the subject line of the email, that will be the best way to get my attention with it, so that your events can happen because they've been mentioned here on WDBX. I'd also like to mention Your Community Spirits as a website. It's yourcommunityspirit.org. We have our podcast there with uh, past episodes, most recent episodes, and distantly past episodes. We also have a website for the station at wdbx.org. So even if you're traveling, even if you're in another area, you can still listen to WDBX online through their streaming audio. And now we'll get into some of the news. Uh, the news that I'm most happy about is that it's 2010. A, a new year, a new start for us all. Uh, I'm pretty excited to see how uh, we've entered into different decades, so we'll see how this one works out for us. <laughs> uh, for better or worse, though, we also have news from the old decade to still cover, so let's talk about a little bit of that. Um, if you've been listening to our show or listening to probably just about any media source that has news, you know that there was recently a climate conference in Copenhagen. Well, here, here's a bit more news on what exactly went on there and what it means. Uh, this story is called Copenhagen Outcome, a Real Climate Catastrophe. The morning of December 19th witnessed one of the most extraordinary and dramatic debates in the 17-year history of the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change. The Copenhagen Climate Talks the Conference of the Parties 15, or COP15, as some were calling it, these talks were supposed to conclude with formalities. Instead, a heated dispute threatened to derail them entirely. 
At stake was the Copenhagen Accord, an interim political agreement cobbled together by Barack Obama via some frenzied diplomacy during his one-day visit for uh, Friday of that week of the conference. Obama left before the final vote, somewhat ironically to beat a snowstorm descending on D.C., but he sounded confident that the accord would be adopted. Instead, in the wake of his departure, a small group of developing countries, including Sudan and Venezuela, rebelled, decried the process by which the accord was produced, and insisted that they would not allow it to be adopted. Since the UNFCCC uh, process requires excuse me, <laughs> unanimity to move forward, Danish Prime Minister Locke Rasmussen uh, could only look on bewildered as country after country restated its position in increasingly emotional terms. At one point, Sudanese official Lumumba Stanislas Diaping, chair of the group of 77 poor nations, compared the accord to the Holocaust. And then from there, things went downhill. Many hours later, after contentious debate, confusing proposals and counterproposals, and an extended adjournment filed or filled with hushed huddles, the session ended with somewhat baroque decision that the COP would take note of the accord rather than formally adopting it, effectively exempting Sudan and its allies. Not exactly the spike-the-ball moment Obama supporters envisioned. So, yeah, that's a bit of unfortunate news there. There was... Uh, all this talk of all these nations of the world getting together for a new climate cha change agreement. And they, they had some discussion there, but then they, they, they noticed the existence of an agreement rather than adopting one. So they, they've gone from talk of binding agreements to voluntary agreements to notice of the suggestion of agreements. have one more story related to the uh, Copenhagen conference and now that it's passed this will probably be last week we have this sort of focus on it. Copenhagen deal pushed through amid condemnation and disappointment. A UN conference on Saturday uh, of the December 19th ran through a battle plan against climate change forged by US President Barack Obama and other top leaders sidelining smaller states which lashed the deal as betrayal. After the toxic exchanges, the summit chair forced through a deal using an unusual procedural tool that effectively dropped all obstacles to the newborn Copenhagen Accord. Obama described the deal as a, quote, meaningful and unprecedented breakthrough. He added, quote, going forward, we are going to have to build on the momentum we have achieved here in Copenhagen. We have come a long way, but have much further to go. The Copenhagen Accord was met with dismay by many activists, however, who said it was weak, non-binding, and sold out the poor. Uh, now, in our quote of the week here, <laughs> uh, quote, well-meant but half-hearted pledges to protect our planet from dangerous climate change are simply not sufficient to address a crisis that calls for completely new ways of collaboration across rich and poor countries, said Kim Karstensen, 
the leader of WWF's Global Climate Initiative. Uh, so that's some of the news on the official conference that happened in Copenhagen. But uh, to me, part of the value of what came out of this conference is not uh, that's the, the, that document that's getting mixed reviews, as you can hear, most of them very bad. It's the fact of all the people that gathered together on the issue, the uh, the actual citizens who got together, because there's uh, some exciting work that went on there. Like there's the website we mentioned, uh, ticktictick.org, that tracked a lot of that. And one of the sites that we get a lot of our news from, grist.org, had a lot of information on it. And the, from the sounds of it, the conference itself really... You know, it didn't achieve a binding agreement and didn't even technically achieve a voluntary agreement. So the conference itself wasn't all that much uh, achieved. However, I, I personally feel that it was a great achievement what happened on the grassroots level because you had these different groups coming to Copenhagen, organizing their own, uh, you know, their own citizens' conference, and you had local people here in southern Illinois and in cities and towns around the world getting together and talking and taking action on climate change. Really, I think that's what it's all about, is people in the local communities getting together and taking action on this issue. There's the old saying that if the, if the people lead, the leaders will follow them. And hopefully it'll work out for us, because the, the leaders don't seem to be doing much leading on this issue at the moment. It's uh, getting close to time to wrap up today's episode of Your Community Spirit. Um, once again, if you have news or happenings or holidays or gripes, complaints, suggestions, praise to send our way, uh, you can contact me. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. You can also contact Orbeck, who's usually at the controls here. Uh, his the, He answers the general email address for the show, which is info at yourcommunityspirit.org By sending your stuff in to us, you can be on the radio and have your event or news or holiday recognized throughout Southern Illinois and possibly the world since we do have the, the website as I mentioned earlier. Alright, so that's all of our news and happenings for today. Um, wanted to send us off with a little bit more music. The music we've been listening to in the background is uh, from a CD called Drum Medicine and this song I'm going to send us off with is one I haven't played in a little while. I used to play it somewhat frequently, but as a, as a background sort of piece. But I thought I'd play it now so we can hear the whole thing and start off the new year listening to the heartbeat of the earth. So hopefully this has been as uh, as exciting and informational and educational for you as it has been for me. And we'll see you here next week on the radio.